Dasher by J.T. Lawrence A man in a grubby tracksuit walks under the glaring lights of the mall, which is frantic with Christmas lights and pink-cheeked kids jumping like fleas and anxious parents with white knuckles on the handles of crowded shopping trolleys. He has a smear of salsa sauce on his chest, a canteen medal, and smells vaguely of weak old black bean tacos. You'd be forgiven for thinking that the Mexican fare from the food court doesn't agree with him. His face is waxen and sweating, and he keeps belching under his breath. Stale cheese and browning guacamole. You'd certainly be correct in assuming he is down on his luck. The festive carols playing over the shopping wall sound system fade, and there is an announcement alert. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Brenda's voice is bright and cheerful. Good evening, shoppers. We hope you are having a merry shopping experience here at Glitter Mall. Remember that Pretty Pictures on the second floor is running a special on printing and picture frames. Make your home as pretty as a picture. Also, Incredible Books on the Piazza are giving away free Rudolph the Reindeer noses to anyone who spends over a thousand rand. Gallop over there now before they run out. And now for the big news. Father Christmas and his elves will be at the North Pole in ten minutes. Visit them there and sit on Santa's lap. The North Pole is on the first floor in the square in front of Homemakers, Inc. See you there. Ho, ho, ho. The man in the scruffy clothes sighs and scrunches up the paper cup in his hand and throws it in the bin next to the door marked Staff, then enters. Brenda's still at the announcement table. She looks up at him and smiles. Hey, Nick. Hey, Brenda, he mumbles and starts to put his Santa suit on over his clothes. What time are you on duty till? she asks. Nicholas sighs. Until the last of the brats leave, I guess. They're not all brats. Show me a kid today who is not a brat. Well, Nick jumps to get the red pants over his boots. Exactly. It's a funny choice of a career for a man who hates children and hates Christmas. Nick gets his makeup bag from his locker. I don't hate Christmas. I just hate what it's become. He starts gluing a big white beard to his face. The skin there is sensitive from the chemicals in the glue and from having his beard tugged daily by the gremlins. Anyway, what else would I do? All I have is my sleigh and my reindeers. He looks down at what he's wearing and this old suit. You could do anything. Optimism flecks Brenda's eyes with light. Ha, this is real life, Bren, not some Disney fairy story. Well, anyway, she says, twirling a ribbon of hair around her finger. I was thinking that if we get off at around the same time this evening, we could maybe go for a coffee or something? Nicholas shakes his head, regret in his eyes. Brenda, you are young and beautiful. Brenda blushes furiously. I'm not. And you should be going out with people your age. What am I? Your charity case? No. I just thought it would be nice, you know, Christmas Eve and all. Yeah, well, I have plans. He hoists his bag over his shoulder with a grunt. You do? Is that so hard to believe? Of course not. Just, I'm just surprised, that's all. Well. They stand in awkward silence, then Brenda hops. I'm just about to announce that you're at the North Pole. Are you ready? As ready as I'm ever going to be. Nicholas pushes his way back through the heavy door and leaves it to slam behind him. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. He listens to Brenda's voice over the sound system. 
He never gets tired of her voice, even when it's like this, lyrical and high with forced cheer. Good evening, shoppers. We hope you're having a merry shopping experience. Nick walks past the gaudy storefronts while children point at him and shout. We've just received very exciting news here at Glitter Mall HQ. An elf whispered in our ears that Father Christmas is on his way to the North Pole. The North Pole is on the first floor in the square in front of Homemakers Inc. Come and visit us here and sit on Santa's lap. Get a photo taken by our resident pretty pictures photographer and treasure the moment forever. Pictures cost 49 Rand 99. Nick reaches his old wooden sleigh and climbs in with a grumble. A child in a bright yellow dinosaur t-shirt sees him and starts to jump up and down. Look, Daddy, it's Father Christmas. His little sister looks up and her jaw hangs open. Kissmas, kissmas. The reluctant father forces himself to smile. He has dark circles under his eyes and too many shopping bags. Oh my goodness, he says to the kids. How exciting. Can I go see him? asks the boy with the stegosaurus shirt. Can I go see him, Daddy? Uh, the toddler's face is glowing. Kissmas, kissmas. The mustachioed man with a polka dot bow tie and a camera around his neck walks up to the family and hands them a flyer printed on shiny paper. Pretty pictures, it says. Hello, little boy, he says, beaming. Climb on Santa's lap. I'll take a photo of you. A photo, says the father. That's not necessary. I'll just take a quick snap with my phone. The man's smile doesn't fade. It's only 49 Rand 99, and it's a memory you can treasure forever. Uh, the boy jumps up and down. Can I, Daddy? Can I, Daddy? Can I, Daddy? The father sighs. All right, David, he says. Go ahead, and helps his son climb up onto the sleigh. Hello, says Nick. The boy regards him with wide eyes. Are you really Father Christmas? Of course I am. Would I be sitting here if I weren't? David stands there and chews his lip, thinking. Well, big boy, says Nick, what would you like for Christmas this year? I'd like a transformer. Have you been a good boy this year? Yes. Yes? You're not sure? I've been good most of the time. The toddler on the ground is reaching her arms up and saying, Kissmas, kissmas. Well, says Nick, that's good enough for me. The photographer juts out in front of them. Say, Holly. Nick and the boy both smile and say, Holly. The photographer snaps away and the stuttering flash on his camera lights up the sleigh. Is that your little sister down there? Asks Nick. The child sighs and smashes his cheek with his palm. Yes. You're very lucky to have a sister, you know. Not everyone is that lucky. You must take good care of her. But she cries and she breaks my toys. Don't worry about toys, says Nick. The world is full of toys. I should know. There will always be more toys if China has anything to do with it. China? Be a good brother, okay? Family is... Family is everything. Okay, Father Christmas. Here. Take a star. It's a sticker. And a candy cane. And one for your sister. David takes the gifts with both hands and clutches them to his yellow dinosaur shirt. Say thank you, says his father. Thank you, Father Christmas. They turn to leave, 
but the photographer blocks their way. Here's the photo. Isn't it special? That'll be 58 rand without a tip. 58 rand? You said 49 rand 99. That's excluding VAT. So the North Pole is charging tax nowadays. The photographer leans into the father's space, sneers in his ear. Don't be a Grinch, old man. Just hand over the cash. The exhausted man pulls out his wallet, counts out some notes, and hands them over. Fine, fine, just take it. Daylight friggin' robbery. The photographer pockets the cash and his eyes dart around, looking for his next target. Kissmas, kissmas. He looks down at the toddler. Do you want a chance on the sleigh too, little girl? Absolutely not, said the father, grabbing her hand. Come on, kids, let's go. Kissmas, the little girl wails, and her father picks her up and plugs her mouth with a pink pacifier. David pats his sister's leg, and she stops crying. Not a bad kid, says Nicholas. Maybe Brenda was right. Brenda, says the photographer, cleaning his camera lens. About what? Nicholas adjusts his seat. The slim cushion is old and has lost its padding. Nothing. It doesn't matter. Ferdy watches Nick as he gets a tattered novel out of his bag and begins to read. They're hardly flocking to you, are they? Hey? You could look a little more welcoming, you know. Nicholas lowers his book. How? Stop scowling, for one, says Ferdy, adjusting his bow tie. I'm not scowling. This is what I look like. A little girl in a silver dress runs up to the sleigh. Brat Couture is the logo emblazoned on the front. Oh, brother, says Nick. Here we go. Are you supposed to be Father Christmas? Her face is screwed up, and her eyes are cold and mean. Nick crinkles his eyes in an attempt to smile. Yes? Well, you don't look like the real Santa. Really? And what does the real Santa look like? Not like you. Ferdy holds up his camera. Hello, little girl. Climb on Santa's lap. I'll take a photo. She crosses her arms and stamps her sneaker. I don't want to. It's only 49 rand 99, and it's a memory you can treasure forever. I don't care. Let it go, Ferdy, says Nick. The photographer sidles up to the girl. Let's ask your mum. Where is she? There, she says, pointing to a woman in expensive-looking clothes. Don't interrupt her. She's on her phone. She hates it when people interrupt her when she's on the phone. Well, says Nick, if you don't want to climb up, I don't. Then step aside and make space for someone else. Look, there's a little boy next to you who wants a turn. No, I won't. It's my turn. Come on, girly, says the photographer. Take a poo or get off the potty. The girl whips around. What did you just say? I said, get up there or get lost. The girl talks through her clenched teeth. I'm going to tell my mother what you said. Get going then, says Ferdy. Scram, you'd be doing me a favour. Nicholas holds the bridge of his nose, then rubs his temples. When he opens his eyes again, he pastes a smile on his face. Come on, you lot. Let's start again. Hello, little girl. Come sit here and tell me what you'd like for Christmas. The girl in Brat Couture yells at him. I'm not a little girl, and I already know what I'm getting for Christmas. Really? I'm getting a pony and a treehouse and an iPad. My goodness, what a... He clears his throat. Lucky girl you are. You stink, she shouts. 
Excuse me? You stink, and your beard is fake. I can see it. Nick's hand shoots up to cover his chin. It's not. It is. What do you think I am? Stupid? It's fake, and I'll prove it. Before Nicholas realizes what's happening, the girl lunges at him and starts yanking. Nicholas yells in pain. Ah! Ow! Are you crazy? What are you doing? You almost ripped my whole face off. It would be an improvement. Nick rubs his chin. His eyes are watering. I think it would be in your best interest to run along now. Not before you give me my sweets. Your sweets? I saw you giving that other kid sweets. Now it's my turn. The sweets are for good children, says Nick. Well-behaved children who sit on my lap and smile and tell me what they want for Christmas. I knew it. It's a sham. All the world is a sham, says Nick. Get used to it. Give me my sweets. I want a candy cane and not one of those shit minty ones. I want a cherry one. Nick blinks at her. Beat it, kid. The girl's face is crimson with fury. It matches the red velvet ribbons on the sleigh. She bares her teeth, then starts to kick. Hey, shouts Nick. Hey, stop it. That's my sleigh. You're going to break it. Good, she yells. Not content with the damage she's done to the side of the sleigh, the girl launches herself onto one of the timber reindeer in front. Bushy Evergreen, one of the mall elves, starts laughing so hard he almost falls over. Nicholas stands up. Now that's enough. Stop wrestling with that reindeer. Hey, leave Dasher alone. When she doesn't listen, he reaches over and tries to lever her off Dasher, but the wood is old and delicate, and the neck snaps. They both go flying and land on the floor. The girl scowls at him, then screws up her face again. Here we go, says Nick, and watches her as she opens her mouth and starts to wail. It's a well-practiced cry, guaranteed to attract maximum attention. Ferdy whistles in fascination, and there is a loud clacking sound. The mother runs over in her high heels, followed shortly after by her cloud of perfume. Nicholas stands up, his ears buzzing from the screaming, his backside throbbing from the fall. You broke him, he shouts at the girl. You broke Dasher's neck. What kind of devil spawn are you? The woman's mouth gapes. I beg your pardon? You, he shouts at the woman. Are you the mother of this, this? Sugar, says the woman, putting her arm around her daughter. Are you okay? Did this bad man try to hurt you? Ferdy approaches them. Don't worry, lady. I got it all on camera. It's only 49 Rand 99, and it's a memory you can treasure forever. Nick looks the mother directly in the eye. Where were you? What? Where were you when your devil-spawn daughter was wrecking my sleigh? The woman balls her hands into fists. This is outrageous. I am outraged. As you should be, says Nick. Her behavior was completely unacceptable. Best you take her home and give her a proper... Do you know who I am? She demands. I'm not sure that's relevant. Oh, she says, pretending to laugh. Oh, I'm gonna make you pay. For what, says Nick. She's the one who damaged our North Pole props. This sleigh is over a hundred years old. It looks like it. It's a family heirloom, an antique. Ha! If anyone should be paying, it should be you, yells Nicholas. The children gathered there stare at Nicholas with their mouths hanging open. The woman pulls her daughter closer to her. Tell that to my lawyer, you piece of, piece of, I want my sweets, 
shouts the girl. I want my sweets! She pulls her daughter away from the sleigh and looks over her shoulder at Nick. This isn't the last you've heard from me. Come, Puppet, let's go. The girl shakes herself loose from her mother's grip and runs up to Nick. If you don't give me my sweets, I'm going to kick you in the balls. Becca, says the woman, clutching her pearls. The girl glowers at her mother. I'll kick you in the balls too. Now, now, darling, you don't want this filthy man's filthy sweets. I'll buy you something much nicer. Come, what would you like? Anything. Just ask and it's yours. She drags the girl away and puts her phone up to her ear. Ferdy lets rip with a loud guffaw. Did that kid just flip us the bird? Nicholas strokes his beard and surveys the damage. I don't think she was waving. What a piece of work. What a brat. I meant the mother. Yeah, says Nick. She was a brat too. Did you see the legs on her? I didn't. I was too busy protecting my own assets. Your loss. It could have been, yes. Nicholas bends down with a groan and picks up Dash's head from the floor. Look at this mess, says Ferdy. Poor sleigh. It's certainly seen better days. Poor Dasher, says Nick. He was my favorite reindeer. Decapitated Dasher. The boss isn't going to be happy. It's not his sleigh. It's mine. Still, it's his North Pole, and now it's broken. On Christmas Eve. The carols on the sound system fade, and they hear the announcement jingle. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Brenda sounds anxious. Will Father Christmas please report to the Glitter Mall HQ? There is a murmur in the background. I mean, will Nicholas please report to HQ? Nicholas to HQ, please? Wish me luck, says Nick, as he starts trudging towards the staff room. You're still holding Dasha's head. Nick answers over his shoulder. I'm taking him with me. Brenda looks up at him with a mixture of regret and sympathy. Hi, Nick, she says. Hi, Bren. He's in the office, waiting for you. Nick walks a few more steps to his boss's office. Before he knocks, the door flies open and Mr. Lowe glares at him. Flaming brandy pudding, he shouts. Nicholas blinks. Excuse me? Damnation. I mean, I mean... Sir? Damn it, Nick. I'm trying not to swear. How's it going? How the bloody berry blowtorch do you think it's going? Not very well, by the sound of things. Well, flock you, Nick. Flock you. They stand and stare at each other, Nick holding Dasher's disembodied head under his arm. No swearing, says Nick. Why? It doesn't suit you. Why do you think? Because it's Christmas Eve. Talking about Christmas Eve, says Nick, we have a problem. I know we have a bollocking problem. Why do you think I called you here? Is bollocking a swear word? Yes, I think so. I got a call from a very fancy lawyer a moment ago. Let me guess. Don't bother. You attacked a little girl who climbed on your sleigh. That's not what happened. They're suing us for damages. Damages, spits Nick. Ha, they're the ones who, it doesn't matter, Nick. Of course it matters. I can just hear that smart-ass lawyer in court. I think that ass is a swear word. He'll be interviewing a child psychologist, someone already on their payroll, and she'll be going on and on about how this little girl will be scared of Christmas for the rest of her life. Scared of Christmas. 
Can you imagine? Well, if you had seen what happened, I did. I did see what happened on the security cameras. Then you'll know that we didn't do anything wrong. Nick, says Mr. Lowe, rubbing his forehead. What can I say? It's a bad angle. Nicholas frowns at his boss. What do you mean, a bad angle? It looks like you did attack her. You can't be serious. It's not pretty, Nick. Not pretty at all. But that doesn't make sense. I have a witness. So do they. What? Who? It's not important. Of course it's bloody important. Berry blazing bok choy. You sound like you have a unique form of Tourette's. I probably do. Nick drums his fingers on Lowe's desk, then stops and raises a finger. I've just figured out who this witness is, and I'm going to kill him. Now, now, this is what I wanted to avoid. So it is him, the little shit. Sugarplum. Nick punches the desk. Ugh! He said he'll testify against you. Of course he'll testify against me, the imp. We aren't allowed to call him that. Well, he is an imp. Bushy is vertically challenged. That elf's been after my job since day one. Yes, well, he's about to get it. As from today, you're on probation. This is your final warning, Nick. You have got to be kidding. No more flock-ups, Nick. You hear me? One more incident, and you're out of here. And Bushy will get your job. You can't make Bushy Santa. He's an elf. A very ambitious elf. He'll make a good Father Christmas. He's three foot four. It won't matter when he's sitting up on that sleigh. I don't believe you. What choice do I have? The family has the power to ruin us. Excuse me, I need to get back. I have work to do. No, says Mr. Lowe. What? I want you to go home. What? It's Christmas Eve. Have you looked in the mirror? What's that supposed to mean? Your face is dirty. Your beard is hanging on for dear life. You're carrying around a decapitated reindeer's head for Holly's sake. It's Dasher. Go home, Nick. Clean yourself up. Your job is on the line. Act like it. And don't say what I think you're going to say. I have to. Please, boss. You know the contract clause, Nick. Probation means no seat at the annual Glitter Christmas Feast tomorrow and no Christmas bonus. No, you can't do that. I'm counting on that money. I'm sorry. I don't have a choice. Nick buries his face in his hands. Look, says Mr. Lowe, it's not forever. Once this incident is cleared up, you'll get it. Your cash is already in your envelope, in my drawer. It's just a matter of following the correct procedure. You don't understand. I really need that money. Don't look at me like that, Nick. You're breaking my heart. Don't take it personally. Don't take it personally? It's just protocol. You're taking a Christmas bonus away from Father Christmas. When you put it that way, it does seem cruel. Is there another way to put it? Damn that clause, hey, he says laughing at his own joke. Get it? Santa Claus? Not funny, boss. 
Lowe slaps Nick on the back. Go home. Clean up. I'll see you on your best behavior tomorrow. Nicholas can't get the cheesy Christmas carols out of his head as he walks home in the dark. A mangy dog runs up to him and snuffles his hand. Not you again, he says to the stray. Shoo! Shoo! The mutt gets excited and barks. Is this the beginning of a game? Nick carries on walking, and the dog follows him. He turns around and raises his voice. For the last time, dog, get lost! The stray wags his tail and barks. He's not going anywhere. How long have you been waiting? He barks again. Nicholas starts to walk, and the hound trots happily at his side. Why don't you follow that person home, he says, pointing to a friendly-looking shopper. Or that person. They look like nice people. They'll probably appreciate your unwavering loyalty. Not me. I've got nothing to offer you. I've got nothing to offer anyone. Shoo! The dog is still wagging his tail when they reach Nick's block of flats. Nick sighs. Look, you're a nice dog, but you can't come in. The dog angles his head at Nick and whines. Don't look at me like that. It's not me, it's you. There are no pets allowed in this building. He pulls out his keys and opens the main door, sliding his body in sideways, trying to keep the dog out. Stay? Stay out there. The skinny stray has no problem squeezing through past Nick's legs. No, naughty dog! Nick side-eyes the dog as they traipse down the corridor. You may have squeezed past me to get into the building, but you are not coming into my flat. He unlocks his door. Best you scram. Go back to the streets. The stray dog blinks at Nick and begins to whine. Hey, shush, he says. Be quiet or you'll have old Mrs. Gramercy on your flea-bitten back. He leaves the dog outside in the corridor, throws his keys on a table, and slumps down into his favorite old lazy boy chair. He sighs and closes his eyes, but then the dog whines and scratches the door. Dog, he calls. Dog, cut it out. The door opens in the corridor, and Nick groans. He hears faltering footsteps outside his door, then urgent knocking. Nicholas? calls Mrs. Gramercy. Nicholas! Ugh. She has some strength in those old arms, evidenced by the enthusiasm of her bashing. This isn't news to Nick. Mrs. Gramercy has always made a habit of banging on their shared wall with her walking stick. Nicholas, I know you're in there. I'd like a word. Nick heaves himself out of his chair and opens the door, and she almost falls through the doorway. He rests his tired head on the cool metal doorframe. Good evening, Mrs. Gramercy. Happy Christmas Eve. She's a spectre of baby powder and purple rinse. A thin floral jacket is tied around her waist. Nicholas, what is this canine doing here? You know there is a strict no-pets policy in this building. I do know that. Then please explain to me why this raggedy animal is outside your door. I don't know. He followed me home from work. He follows me home every day. Today he slipped through the front door. I couldn't stop him. This is unacceptable. Nick rubs his eyes. I'm sorry, Mrs. Gramercy. I'm not sure what to do about it. Well, you should take him outside at the very least, where he belongs, or to the SBCA. Okay, Mrs. Gramercy. He starts to close the door. Have a nice evening, then. The old woman jams her green cross in the way. 
And another thing. I know, I know. My music is too loud. She shakes a bony finger at him and the dog whines. Your music is too loud. But I'm not playing any music. It's too loud, Nicholas. I'll turn it down, Mrs. Gramercy. She crimps her lips at the dog and walks back to her flat, slamming the door. Happy Christmas Eve, he shouts. The dog looks up at him and pants. Well then, dog, you'd better come in. Hinges squeak as Nick opens the kitchen cupboards. There's no food in the house. I'm only getting paid tomorrow, hopefully. You want some water? He puts down a cereal bowl of water at the foot of the couch and slumps back into his chair. Finally, he says, and sighs. Some peace and quiet. It's all I wanted. The dog watches him. I spend the whole day asking people what they want for Christmas. Do you think anyone ever bothers to ask what I want? There is a bustling sound outside the window on the street. The dog's ears prick up and he barks. Shh, says Nick. The group of people begin to sing jingle bells. You have got to be kidding me. Nick hauls himself out of his chair again and stomps to the window. He pushes his head through the frame and shouts down at the choir. Get lost! Just get lost! Hey, get out of here! The choir stops mid-song and moves along quickly. Nick slams the window shut. The next morning, Nick is late for work, and in his rush, he walks straight into Mr. Wren's as he's leaving the building. Nick, says the landlord. Mr. Wren's, Merry Christmas. What is merry about it? The dog looks up at Mr. Wren's and barks his happy bark. Look, says Nick, scratching his head. About the dog, I can explain. I don't give a fig about the dog. Really? Sometimes, no, all the time, I prefer dogs to people. Well, says Nick, I think I know what you mean. The problem is, as you know, that rent is late. Very late. I know. I meant to speak to you about it. I'm getting it. I'm getting the money today. Today, Nicholas, or that flat will be padlocked and there'll be a big fat eviction notice on the door. Got it? Mr. Renz pats the dog and walks away. Nicholas calls after him. You'd evict someone on Christmas Day? His landlord stops and turns back to face him. I think you know the answer to that. Thanks, Brenda. I really appreciate you helping me with this, says Nick. Brenda beams at him. Of course. Poor Dasher. We have to fix him, don't we? Don't want the kids being scared off by a headless reindeer. It's better to be scared off by a grumpy Father Christmas? Grumpy? says Nick. This is my happy face. Ha! Huh. It's not the first time the sleigh has been damaged. It was my father's before it was mine. How old is it? It looks ancient. It's an antique. Besides, I'm sure that anything not made out of plastic seems ancient to your generation. You're not that much older than me, you know. Uh, yes, I am, he says. They pack up the tools and sweep up the sawdust. Okay, well, it looks pretty good, says Brenda. As good as new? Nick slaps Dasher's neck affectionately. Hardly, but it will do. Look at that. It's time for the big show. I need to announce it. See you later, at the annual Christmas feast? Maybe. Maybe? 
But you can't miss the feast. It's the best part of Glitter Christmas. You're the head of the table. What will a Christmas feast be without Father Christmas? I'm not sure if I'm invited after what happened yesterday. Arr! She claws the air in between them like an angry bear. Go, says Nick, pushing her off. You're late. Hey, Santa, says Ferdy, ambling up the repaired sleigh. I see the chariot is ready for the onslaught. Brenda's voice comes over the sound system. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Merry Christmas, shoppers. We hope you are having a merry shopping experience here at Glitter Mall. Remember that pretty pictures... Ferdy leans in. You know what I don't get? Who wants to be in a shopping mall on Christmas Day? Make your home as pretty as a picture. Ferdy polishes his camera and blows on it to dislodge a speck of dust on the lens. I mean, I know we're here, but it's not like we have a choice. Cheeses of Nazareth is having a special on all things cheesy. And now, for the big news. Father Christmas and his elves are at the North Pole and they're waiting for you. It's time for the annual Climb on the Sleigh with Father Christmas. The North Pole is on the first floor in the square in front of Homemakers, Inc. See you there. Ho, ho, ho. The Christmas carols fade back in, louder than before. And off we go, says Ferdy, holding up his camera. It's your moment of glory. May the merry mayhem commence. Nick hauls himself up onto his sleigh, and there's a stampede of excited children. I want to go up there with Santa. Hello, Father Christmas. Hello, Father Christmas. I'm on the sleigh. Hello, Rudolph. Hello, Rudolph. Look at me, Mummy. I'm on the sleigh. Up, up, Mama, up. I'm going to drive the sleigh. Watch me, Mummy. I'm driving the sleigh. Nick recognises the boy from yesterday, David, and his baby sister. He's wearing a red T-Rex shirt today and pretending to steer the sleigh. Ah, hello again. That's very good driving, young man. His baby sister is on his mother's hip, a kind-looking woman in a blue dress. When she sees Nick, she swoons. Hello, Father Christmas. Ferdy is snapping like a madman, and Nick blinks away the bright white flashes in his eyes. The boy pats him on the knee. Do you think I could be Father Christmas one day? Hmm, says Nick. I don't know. Another child near them gives an excited sob. Only very special boys are allowed to become Father Christmas. David's face falls. But you know what, says Nick. I think you've got what it takes. Hello, ma'am, says Ferdy to the fawning mother. He points at David and Nick. Let me take a picture of your lovely little boy. It's only 49 Rand 99, and it's a memory you can treasure forever. Oh, yes, please, she gushes, hugging her baby closer. How special. Suddenly, there's a noise in the ceiling, a clunking. They all look up. What is that strange sound? It's the snow, says Ferdy. The snow machine. It's coming. Wait for it. The sound gets louder and then the ceiling explodes with fake snow that flutters down on everyone. The kids go crazy. It's like it's really snowing, says the mother. Look at the kids, they're loving it. The photographer is shooting every child at every angle. Wait, says the woman, sniffing. What's that smell? Hey? That smell, like something's burning. 
A parent on the other side of the sleigh starts screaming, Fire! Fire! All hell breaks loose as everyone panics. Parents shriek and scramble for their children, and the kids all start crying. Nicholas offloads the children as fast as he can. The fire alarm blares. Get off the sleigh, screams the woman in blue. It's burning! It's on fire! David! Ferdy takes the baby girl from her to free up her hands. The baby looks worried and says, Hot! The sleigh bursts into bright orange flames. There is more screaming and clambering, shrieking and coughing. My son, shouts the woman. I can't see him. Help! Help! Ferdy stops the woman from running into the flames. No, don't go in there. Let me go, she yells. I have to get my boy. Look, he says. Father Christmas has him. He's safe. Nicholas drops David down onto the floor and he runs towards his mum. David! They hug and the woman sobs into his T-Rex chest. Father Christmas saved me, he says. Father Christmas saved everyone. Not everyone, says Ferdy, pointing. Look, Bushy Evergreen is still on the sleigh. The elf, says David. The elf is burning. Bushy's synthetic costume is highly flammable. He hops as flames leap up his legs and back. The baby shouts, Elf! Hot! Ferdy shouts at Nick. Don't go back, Nick. You're crazy. You'll be incinerated. Don't do it. But Nicholas launches himself into the fire to save Bushy. There is another explosion, and then the sound of a fire truck approaching. Flapping fire hoses, Nick, says Mr. Lowe. You had us so worried. Brenda holds his hand. Are you sure you're okay? It's not anything a shower won't sort out, says Nick, and a haircut. Well, you're an absolute hero, says Brenda. You must have saved 20 children today. And an elf, says Lo. Brenda laughs. 20 children and an elf. Mr. Lowe's face darkens. An elf who didn't deserve to be saved. What? asks Nick. What do you mean, didn't deserve to be saved? It's all on camera, Nick, says Lo. The whole fiery disaster. And it was started by no one other than a naughty elf who knocked over a Christmas tree candle on purpose. I told you he was an imp. Yes, well, he's no longer in the employ of Glitter Mall, that's for sure. But you, Nick, you're guaranteed of a job for as long as you want it. But I don't have a sleigh anymore. We'll buy you a new one says Lowe, a brand new one with all the bells and whistles. My Santa uniform is ruined. We had to cut it off you, what was left of it. None of that matters, says Lowe. But you see, says Nick, it does. If you're worried about that little brat who kicked you in the shins, says Lowe. They've dropped the lawsuit, says Brenda. Ferdy got the whole thing on his camera. It shows clearly that you did nothing wrong. Which means says Lo, that your place at the head of the annual Christmas feast is waiting for you. We're still having the feast? After all of this? Of course we are, Lo slaps Nick on the back. It's an annual tradition. We have three roast chickens and a ham waiting for us, and Christmas pudding. Although, I think we'll skip lighting the brandy this year. Listen, boss, says Nick. I'm resigning. You see that singed Santa hat on the floor? Yes. Take that as my formal resignation. Is this about your bonus? Of course you can have it now. You deserve every cent. 
Lowe takes an envelope out of his drawer and hands it to Nick, who tucks it into his pocket. Thank you, but I'm still resigning. You can't resign. You've been Glittermore's Father Christmas since... since the beginning of time. Brenda's eyes are shining with tears. It won't be the same without you. Bren, says Nick. She sniffs and looks at him. Yes? Can I have that chicken in a takeaway container? She looks horrified. No! No? I just mean... Please don't. Stay and eat with us. I can't, says Nick. I have to be somewhere. Nicholas looks up at the faded facade of the Glitter Mall as he leaves. It's dark, but the stars are out, and the moon. He breathes in the night sky. Goodbye, Glitter Mall. The dog barks. Ah, says Nick. Hello, dog. He gives it a scratch behind the ears, and the dog wags his tail. Come on, let's go. Nicholas unlocks the door to his building. This time, the dog waits to be invited. Well, what are you waiting for, says Nick, and the mutt rushes in. Good boy. They walk to the landlord's flat together and knock on the door. And, demands Mr. Innes, what happened to you? There was an accident at work. An accident? He laughs. It looks like you were dragged through a chimney backwards. Yeah, well, says Nick. You still have the hound? The skinny dog barks. Yep, I've named him Dasher. Dasher? That's a good name. Renz pats the dog, scrubs him behind the ears. I have the money, says Nick, handing over the envelope from his pocket. For Mrs. Gramercy's rent. Renz takes it, shaking his head. I don't get it. What? I don't get why you're paying her rent. She's a grumpy old bag, always giving you trouble. I would think you'd want her evicted. Why are you doing this? Dasher barks and jumps up. Nicholas shrugs. Because it's Christmas. When they get to Nick's flat, he tops up Dasher's water bowl and fetches another. He scoops the roast chicken into it and puts it on the floor, pats the dog's head, runs his hand over his jutting ribs. When Dasher finishes his dinner, he jumps up onto Nick's lap and Nick strokes him. He relaxes back into his favorite chair with a loud sigh. Finally, he says as he closes his eyes. Finally, some peace and quiet. There is a loud banging on the wall in the kitchen. It's Mrs. Gramercy with her walking stick. Turn down that blasted music, she shouts. Nick laughs. He feels free, no longer weighted down by the family sleigh. He shouts back at the wall. Merry Christmas, Mrs. Gramercy. The End <laughs>